Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Oh, there is no combo package. It's all, the whole total package is here, Lex Luger style. Welcome to the off-season, gentlemen. It's the most wonderful time of the year. No more lineups to set and some people to trade and get. Yes, it is here. It's the most off-season of the year. I am stoked. This is my favorite time of the year for Dynasty. You know, the, the grind... The winning is great. The losing is fine. But it's really in the offseason when, you know, we start to see players emerge in the playoffs. We get free agency. We get the draft. We get all that yummy, yummy stuff when we have players on our dynasty teams that all of a sudden gain value and lose value. It's like the stock market on tilt. And it's amazing. And I'm here for it. Uh, But first, you know, I want to give some congratulations to Tyler. Tyler and I. We won some leagues. We co-won some leagues this year. We all know what <laughs> happened uh, in the Buffalo-Cincinnati game. Great to hear great things about DeMar Hamlin. Looked like he is going to make an excellent recovery. He was watching his uh, his team destroy the Patriots today. That was fun. Naheem Hines, you can go right to hell. Um, yeah, so it was a crazy end to the fantasy season, as we all know. Everybody handled it differently. Tyler and I were kind of in the same boat. Like we were against each other in a league. We were co-managing a league as well. And uh, we decided to split the pot and just go champions because you know what? The thing is with, with anything else that was going on, I didn't want to win on what I thought was like, you know, uh, we haven't seen an NFL game get canceled in almost a hundred years. So I didn't want to win like that. I also didn't want to lose like that. So for me, in my home league, I, I reached out to my friend Everett, who I was playing in the championship game, and said, hey, how do we want to handle this? I said, I'm cool with doing a co-champion. I was up 30 points. He had three players. I had one. I was projected to win. All the tiebreakers went my way, but I didn't want to win that way. So we decided to split and go co-champion. Tyler and I did the same exact thing in our comic book league that we're in with James as well and our buddy Damon and Al snapped out of it i need that i need that belt al <laughs> yeah yeah we come on the belt tyler's gonna take care of it for a while and then send it off to me and then i'll spend 30 bucks to ship it off somewhere else eventually yeah, i Maybe. got i got i got till around the nfl draft and then i'm gonna send it right over to doug yeah i mean so. it's an early plug but um i don't know if you saw the trophy smack ad on twitter where they actually had the co-championship belt as a chain I yeah. saw that where they, they cut yeah. it in half. I would, I would, you know, I've got three kids that my youngest, she likes to try to kill herself. I would need to smooth <laughs> the edges on that belt that was chopped because my, nice. my, my first thought was my daughter would kill herself with that thing. Like she would <laughs> literally try to. So yeah, yeah I, I love the idea, but yeah, just smooth the edges a little. <laughs> yeah. So a very, um, you know, the finish to the season was not what we wanted. We all want to see like a singular champion and the the stress of watching those final games. But you know what? I think it ended in a way that everyone, it felt fair. It felt reasonable for everyone involved. Um, so, you know, one thing about the fantasy community that I love more than anything is that everyone came together. There wasn't too much conflict. Everyone understood. Everyone's good peoples. 
And um, that was really nice to see, not only on Twitter with people donating to DeMar Hamlin's toy fund, which is up to like $8 million, which is amazing to see. Um, but yeah, just, to, you know, the fantasy community is full of just really, really good people. So shout out to them. Um, and shout out to, you know, to James. He's He's got a glow about him right now. I don't know why. But he's just feeling it. James, what's over there? What's going on in New Jersey? Oh, the well, Giants are in the playoffs. Just, we had yeah, James exactly. today. 100%. 100%. So Giants in the playoffs, um, sitting their starters. I, I like to see that for the first time Kenny Galladay with the touchdown. <laughs> Did he actually score a touchdown? He yes. scored a touchdown today. <clears throat> wow. He only needed 700 yards today to hit a bonus. Oh, he's so close. So, so close. So close. I can't believe Galladay actually scored, huh? I, yeah, I can't believe you didn't know. I can't Tyler's... believe. Yeah, well, that's that's how much the game was. No, I got stuck in. It's Sunday. You know, Sunday in my house. I got to cook. I got to do this. I got to do that. Play with the kid. You know. The the jersey's coming out in the voice. I got to do this. I got to do that. The thing, the thing. <laughs> yeah, Tyler's Vikings made it into the playoffs. My Patriots got eliminated. Miami squeaks their way in. Looks like the Giants are going to be playing the Vikings, if I'm not that, mistaken. I mean, they, they played recently, and the Vikings did beat them, but the Giants held their own. Barkley had a Danny, good game. Danny Dimes has been hot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my, my Falcons took down Tampa Bay. Even though it was the second team, I, I'll still count it. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. were one game. One game. Okay. Atlanta finished seven and 10. Uh, Tampa Bay finished eight and nine. So think about that. Like, that's Tampa Bay is going in the playoffs as a champ. And Atlanta was one game out of being in the playoffs. And they have the eighth yeah. again. Yeah. Lots of, lots of interesting stuff going on with the playoffs. Uh, Packers and Lions are playing this evening. Packers win and they're in. The Lions unfortunately got eliminated on some the overtime Seattle and Rams game, which uh, the officiating not so great. So if I'm the Detroit the Lions, the Bears be taking away the number one pick. <laughs> Lovey Smith, he was a plant the whole time. He was like, yeah. you know what? Uh, my Bears loyalty. The Texans are going to win and the Bears will get the one on one. That's going to be fascinating to see what happens with that now. Cause the bears, I mean, I don't think they need a quarterback. There's going to be quarterbacks. They could take, they could trade back and get a, a litany of picks from a quarterback needy team. So that's going to be a storyline for sure. In the off season, you know, Houston is probably, you know, maybe they were like, maybe whoever takes one-on-one takes Bryce young and they take CJ Stroud or they're, they're happy with either one of them. Who knows? Um, going to be fascinating to watch. That's one of the, the things about the off season. I love so much is the draft process. Um, you know, with the combine and the trades and, you know, the, the risers and the fallers and all that kind of stuff, which is always fun. Um, but speaking of risers and fallers, you know, Manscaped, beautiful, beautiful sponsors that they are. If, if you want to keep everything the way it should be, nice and trim, nice and clean, you get lucky like our boy James over there. You He's rise like, up to the occasion. You rise up to the occasion. You don't fall. You, Yeah, I mean, you can trim your nose hairs. Your ear hairs. I actually did that yesterday before we went out for date night. My wife and I wanted to look nice. She looked nice. I'm like, I got to match the energy. I can't just go out looking like a hobo. Like, it's not what it's about. So I used it. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to look like you're like a 1980s porn star either. No, no. Because it's not all about the bush anymore. Dolphins. Well, we're also talking about ear hair, too. You don't want to look like an 80-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. You ever have a teacher in high school that had a lot of ear hair? So Yeah, at least one. At least so one. for me, I think 
the trimmer for the ears works out perfect because the earbuds they have nowadays, if you have one of those in, it rubs up against static the, it, it rubs up against the earbud. And that's like you're I talking right know. now. You're like, oh man, I missed the one. That's <laughs> that's when I always know it's time. It is yep. time. <laughs> so get all your stuff trimmed, get your ears, your nose, your area. And Head, shoulders, not only that, it's gonna it's gonna look great. You can make it smell great with the the cleanser, the crop. Cl- it's just an amazing package, and you'll have an amazing package after you use code DHH to get twenty percent off on Manscaped.com. All right, let's get into some news. We don't have a lot of player news, but there is a lot of coaching news. I don't want to spend too much time on this, um, but as we know, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan lost, and they're out of the college the collegiate playoff. The championship game is on Monday night between TCU and Georgia. Georgia looking to go back-to-backs. But Jim Harbaugh has been linked to the Colts. Jay Glazer dropped a nugget. Um, There's been a lot of coaching reports. Sean Payton is another one that has been brought up that the Broncos are apparently – they asked permission and they started talking to Sean Payton yesterday. They would have to give up draft picks to get Sean Payton because he's still under contract. Yeah, and they don't really have many of those. Um, So, you know, they'd have to give up some picks to get Sean Payton, who's still under contract for the next two seasons with the Saints – um, so that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Um, Frank Reich and Jim Caldwell will interview for the Panthers head coaching vacancy. Um, they had the weirdest win of like maybe all time today. Like Sam Darnold was absolute hot garbage and they so ended up bad. winning that game. Crazy. Uh, so you can look for some changes there. And then the big one for me was Jay Glazer reporting that the Rams head coach, Sean McVay is more likely to leave the team than to return for the 2023 season. You know, to me, he's pulling a Sean Payton. He's going to take a year off. Maybe he gets a job in the NFL. In one Arizona. Of the broadcasts, right. Or, you know, some other team gives up draft capital in a year to get Sean McVay because, you know, he just won the Super Bowl. His coaching tree is pretty solid. We know he's an offensive genius. 36 years old. Already won a Super Bowl. He yeah. could take a year off, come back in and still be 38 years old. I, and and it's a good way for the Rams to get draft picks math, back, right? Tyler. Great math. Thanks. How are the Rams going to get first round picks? It's easy. Sean McVay takes a year off, and then a team trades for him. Done. Yeah, easy. That, that's that's a first. Maybe probably a second. Trade Cooper Cup. There's a first. Yeah, I mean you got you got Aaron some... Donald. That'll net you a first probably still. I think they really need to re uh, they got to blow it the, up the button. Yeah, reset it all. Build yep. it from the ground up again. Yep. They had a great run. It's over. We know a lot of teams don't go back to the so, Super Bowl. After they win the Super Bowl, they just did it in crappy fashion. So yeah, the historically the, owner, the worst team post Super Bowl win. The owner of the Rams, what's his name again? Cronky, I think. Yeah, Cronky. He owns the Colorado Avalanche. So if you are a follower of, ho- of hockey, and if you're not, I'm going to explain it to you. The Avalanche were outstanding. Hockey? They're outstanding with Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, Patrick Wallach. That era, they fell off because they're old. They fell off. They were Ray bad Bork. for years. And then all of a sudden, they start getting these early draft picks. They hold them, hold them, and now they're like a powerhouse in the NHL. 20 years later. So so Kroenke knows how to build a sports team from the draft. He just needs to do it in the NFL because he yeah. he did well in the NHL. So he needs to take that philosophy and turn around and go into the NFL with that. Yep, and then uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that the Cardinals owner, Michael Bidwell, has done homework on coaching candidates. Steve Keem, the GM, um, took a medical leave. Quote, um, unquote. <laughs> yep, but, it, but it's looking like 
led Patriot legend, Adrian Wilson, also a very good Cardinals player, um, may take over a, in a GM role or a front office role. And, oh, he's wow. been, and he's been really good doing what he's doing for the team. Um, so it's going to be, I, so I wouldn't be surprised if Bidwell eats the money. He just extended Keem and Kings, Kingsbury would not be surprised if he just blows that up because that team grossly underperformed. You have your franchise quarterback towards ACL late in the season. It's not great um, for the Cardinals. So it's, you know, it's going to be one of those things. I think I've always said that Cliff Kingsbury is one of the fake geniuses of offense. Like congrats. You had Patrick Mahomes in college. Cool. Um, so that'll be an interesting situation there. And then again, uh, uh, Ian Rappaport reported about the saints. They want a first round draft pick and more for Sean Payton. And I think they'll get it because Sean Payton um, is a really dang good coach. And I think one of the biggest things that the Twitter thing that I saw, the laughable Twitter tweet of the week was that um, uh, Mike, what's his face in Miami was on the hot seat. And I'm like, really? Mike McDaniel. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, joke. there's no way he's on the hot seat. Get out of here. That was the they dumbest just made thing. The playoffs. I know that was the dumbest thing I saw on Twitter all week was that he was on the hot seat. I'm like, that team would be effed without him. Like in all honesty. Yeah. So that was just absolute garbage. So that is a quick wrap up. There was a few injuries today, but it doesn't look like anything super duper serious. I know Pat Fryermouth had a knee injury and and missed the second half of the game. Dalvin cook went out with a knee injury and Madison. Yeah. And Madison cleaned up for a couple of touchdowns and I had him in DFS. So, Hey, Thank you. Free agents be Alexander Madison. Here's a hot take. Early hot take. The Vikings move on from Dalvin Cook and re-sign Alexander Madison for half the cost. I can't see it. I don't either. We'll see. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. The running back landscape's weird, so you just never know. You just never know. Uh, So, as we know, it was championship week this past week. You're looking for that co-championship necklace with the sharp edges that Tyler's going to sand down. Where are you going to go to get the best trophy in the business featured on Shark Tank, backed by Mark Cuban? The answer is Trophy Smack. It's easy. You need a belt. You need a trophy, whether it's for basketball, football, golf, baseball, any any sport. You can customize it. Have it however you want. Put a picture of me and Tyler on a belt because we were the co-champs. You can do it on (laughs) TrophySmack.com. We'll be forever immortalized for our beautiful co-championships. Uh, so yeah, go on trophysmack.com. When you do, use code DHHRING when you do a trophy or a belt, and you will get a heavy-duty, very nice quality, $60 value championship ring for the price of $0.00. So once again, DHH ring for your championship ring today on trophysmack.com. All right, we are going to continue our series that we started last week with our New Year's resolutions. And last week, we did the NFC. This yes. week, we are off. To the American Football Conference, woohoo! Home of your future Super Bowl winner, perhaps. It's a probably shot. It's uh, a maybe shot. the the NFC is such a trash bag of teams, except for one or two. Maybe but, not, yeah. maybe not the Eagles. Uh, the I would Eagles say I'd say the 49ers and Eagles are probably the two best teams that have an yeah. actual chance. Everybody in the AFC is actually pretty pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. So let's start with uh, my home division, the AFC East. I'm not going to start with the Pats. We'll get to them. So let's start with the AFC East champs, and that's the Buffalo Bills. Played today, beat the Pats. Hamlin's looking like he's going to recover, which is awesome, awesome news. Um, Again, really great how Twitter came together for that, especially in the fantasy community. So that was awesome to see. 
So, James, Buffalo, what's your New Year's resolution? What are you like, I want Buffalo to do this in 2023? I want them to get rid of Devin Singletary so James Cook can get all the work. So he can cook? Yeah. And we already saw that transition. I mean, yeah, this week was a little different, but he was starting to get more and more carries, especially when it counted. They trusted him in the game. His pass protection is getting better throughout the end of the season. And I think it continues, and he just continues to grow in this league with the Buffalo Bills. And I think it might be the start of a dynasty in Buffalo. Sorry, Doug. No, it's okay. I mean, I think I mean they already between last year and this year. If they if they win a Super Bowl, sure, they've got a nice little window here. Um, Tyler, what I, you love hearing that because you own you roster James Cook in early league. Yeah, pretty much. not every uh, league. I'm gonna Almost I'm gonna all. piggyback I'm gonna piggyback off that and do a rookie. Uh, Khalil Shakir needs to take over the slot role and become 100%. their main slot guy. He's ultra talented, super, uh, super by low right now because he's almost kind of forgotten on the back burner. Go out, see if you can get him for like a third. I would not be shocked if that gets accepted closer to rookie draft season when rookies are hot, hot fire. And uh, go get Khalil Shakir because he is a very, very good slot receiver that should get an opportunity soon. Yeah, that was actually going to be mine, Tyler. So we are on the same page there. I, you know, to piggyback on James's with Singletary, I know Cook early in the season had some fumble issues, but Singletary has had some fumble issues. He he coughed one up again today, I believe. Yes. Yep. Um, a big one. So yeah, interesting. You know, for me, I've I want the Bills to not necessarily move on from, but maybe draft an outside receiver to pair with Stephon Diggs because I don't think Gabe Davis is it. Yeah, that's a, get a lot of drops today. I know he was the, the bee's knees after that four touchdown performance in the playoffs. One of the hottest players in the offseason. I moved Gabe Davis just a few weeks ago, and you may laugh at me. It's a tight end premium league. You have to start two. No one ever trades them. So I traded Gabriel Davis for Khalil Herbert, who one of Doug's favorite players, and, and Noah Fant. And I was cool with it. I had wide receiver depth, and I just wanted Gabe Davis off my freaking team. Because I was starting him every week. And yes, I would get a major boom week every six weeks. But the other weeks, I'm getting five points. It's not worth the hassle to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to move on for a guy that I really like in Herbert and a tight end that I need on this roster that will at least score some freaking points because I had Mike Gusecki this year. But I can agree. Year- I can agree with the fact that like he's super boomer bust. He almost feels like he's this era's Sammy Watkins. Like when he comes Mark on, Davis, man, Brian. he... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the these games aren't going to be every week and it's you're going to suffer because of it because you are relying on him to get the job done on your fantasy roster. And yeah, Doug, like he still has the value. I'm sure his value has sunk uh, since the beginning of the season. Still when has it, a lot of believers it was. But yeah, like yeah. remember why his his value skyrocketed the way it did. And that was because of the playoff matchups last year scoring four touchdowns in one game going crazy that could still happen and if it does happen his value will be right back where it was at the end of last year yep all right let's move on to the team in second place in the afc east it's the miami dolphins tyler what do you got on your list I- i've got a lot of things that the dolphins that you know, should do in the offseason for but me I hear yours for me it solidify the offensive line so tua can have a healthy career because his concussions are racking up and 
I fear like I, we we were talking in a chat and we're talking it was a leak chat and we we're talking about Justin Fields and the worries we have with him. And I said, I worry about two or more because of the concussions, because he can't remember plays that were run, you know, three days ago. And it's, it's worrying like the guy's health he, Tua kind of Tua also puts himself in these positions because his pocket presence, I don't think is the best. I think he kind of relies on his offensive line to protect him. He doesn't move in the pocket that well. So for me, it's more of do we need to work on that and get that offensive line healthy and solidified because I want to see Tua healthy because he does help this offense a ton. The offense is zinging and zooming when he's healthy and without him, they're nothing. Yep. James, yeah. what do you got for the, for the Dolphins? I mean, let him keep throwing. All right. Like you said, I don't know, I'll piggyback off of that. Reinforce the offensive line and get him throwing the ball. This year was amazing. I, I believe after 17 weeks, he finished his QB 15, but he only played 13 games. His points right. per game, his, I think were top eight. Yeah. Seven. And his yeah. QB rating this year was 105. His best season of his career. He has weapons around him. And I think if anything, like you may be able to go out and get to a, for your fantasy squad a little yeah. bit on the cheap until the news comes out that he's 100%. He is at a lower value, definitely away from his ceiling. So I, I kind of like that option and I will move on that option because out of what I saw from Tua when he was flying, I mean, the guy was unstoppable and he had top five QB weeks. Yeah. Say, best, oh, I was I was say gonna, best, best single season passer rating in Dolphins history yeah. this year. And they had some good quarterbacks. Well, yeah, one okay. specifically um, outside of that. Not so much for, for me. Uh, it, you said go by Tua. I would wait closer to draft. And then mm -hmm. say 106 hits and somebody's enamored by Will Levis or something like that. You could have a chance to go get Tua, who I think is a top 12 quarterback in, in fantasy for that 105, 106, 107 area. Because people are going to fall in love with these quarterbacks coming in like Anthony Richardson. I do love him, but he's also, you know, a, a big shot in the dark. So you could go with somebody who's safe like Tua as long as he stays healthy or yeah. that 106. I'd be okay. I'd be okay giving up the 105 for two in a super flex league for sure. Yeah. I, I want to see Miami go out and either draft or sign one of these free agent running backs. Uh, you know, Raheem Mostert's been a nice story. He's like 30 mm -hmm. years old. He actually stayed fairly healthy for the first time since forever. Um, you know, they traded for Jeff Wilson, who was a Mike McDaniels guy from who was a buy time in the Niners. Um, but for me, it's like, go out and get a Tony Pollard, a Miles Sanders, even a David Montgomery, like, any of these free agent running backs, I think, would be a, a positive addition to the Miami Dolphins. Except ahead, Devin Tyler. Singletary. Jameer Gibbs from Alabama, who's pretty much an Alvin Kamara clone. Like his his field awareness when he's in the open field is Alvin Kamara-esque. He's got Kareem Hunt balance. He's so good catching the ball. He'll be an early second round pick. If they can get him. Oh, my God. Like that's perfect for Tua. Just dump it off quick. Let this guy work in space. It is exactly what he needs because you know what the comps of Drew Brees and Tua are are good. Drew Brees had Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Kamara's best if, seasons came with Drew Brees. If it, only the like Dolphins perfect. didn't have a forfeited first round pick <laughs> at the end of the first round, because I forget who they got it from. Yeah. So anywho, but that's what I want to see the Dolphins do. It, you know, with Hill and Waddle, they're fine in the passing game. You know, they still have Cedric Wilson there, who didn't do anything this year because he was hurt. Eric Uzama, Uz, Uzama, I like him. 
just a deep dynasty dive for you on that one. Um, but he flashed in the preseason. Maybe he's a thing. And then tight end, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Gasecki moves on and we see what Hunter Long can do. Another deep tight end name for you. I'm the a guy long, with the tight ends. A long play. Long play. That most tight ends are like nowadays. Let's be That's true. honest. All right. Let's move on to the Jets who have way more exciting fantasy pieces than the Patriots do. So the Patriots will be last on this one. Uh, I'll cover the Jets. Uh, for me, it's all about the quarterback. Like they, they have the. They have, I know they have the pieces. They have Garrett Wilson. They have Elijah Moore. Corey Davis is still under contract. He's a solid player tight end. It looks like they figured that out with Conklin. He's looked good at times this year. We all know Brees Hall is going to be coming back from his ACL injury. Michael Carter's his backup. Zonovan Knight looked good. They've got depth on the roster. It's all about who's going to manage this team. Are they going to make a move in free agency? Are they going to use a draft pick for a quarterback again? Robert Sala came out and said, like, oh, we're, you know, Zach Wilson. He he said two two interesting things in his interview. He pretty much said that Zach Wilson needs to go, go away and figure himself out. <laughs> and then he also said that they were going to kind of ride with him, which didn't make sense to me. I think I believe the whole, like, he needs to step away and figure his shit out more than I do, like, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're going to stick with Z- – no, they're not going to stick with Zach Wilson. God, no. It ain't going to happen. It's already come out. It's already come out that they have a wish list. And the wish list is at top Lamar Jackson. That is their wish list. Brees Hall would dominate with Lamar Jackson at Can quarterback. Can you imagine uh, Lamar Jackson with a receiver like Garrett Wilson? Ooh. Oh my God. Like that is, I a don't perfect. know if that's good or not. I'm a little afraid to see because Lamar's never really, I'd be fine with it. So what, mm. what's worse, Lamar Jackson or Zach Wilson? <laughs> oh, exactly. No. I mean, would Bryce young not be an option? No, because they don't have that early of a pick. So Bryce Young's going two at at best, like one or two. So yeah, unless they yes. want to trade a bunch of assets to get that far up, which would cost a ton, because I think they're picking in the teen early teens. To they Chicago. also traded they also traded up in the first as well to go get, to get Garrett uh, Wilson. What's his name? Johnson, Joshua Johnson, I think. Uh the, the Jets Florida did State last kid. year. The yep. Florida State. At the end guy. of the first, yeah. Oh. So, so I don't know that's what that's my thing with have. the Jets. Yeah. Get get a quarterback. James you're plugged in. You're in the area. Talk to me about. I mean, the it's Jets. easy What's your and res- it's, resolution? It's, it's all the area, and it's the same thing that you just talked yeah. about. It's find a QB. Like Zach Wilson is definitely not the area, uh, not the answer. The defense is good. The I offense liked, can be good. I liked Mike White. I think Mike White had a lot more potential than we saw. I mean, he missed some pieces. Five broken line. ribs. They said. Yeah, that's a, lot. that's a lot. I mean, that might be a little bit more on the offensive line after a while. They're uh, their line, a lot of their line's a bit of a Mackay, mess. Mackay Becton's coming back. They're getting... They'll get a lot of pieces back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, But it doesn't matter. Like Zach Wilson should be done in this franchise. And the one yes. thing that I am going to be doing this offseason is going out and buying Elijah Moore. Yeah, yeah. I agree the, it, the quarterback is it. Like, <laughs> If they get Lamar, that is amazing. Like, Brees, uh, mm-hmm. everybody's up. So, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, love it. All right, let's uh, move down wow. to the Patriots. <sighs> Uh, you know, I'm super plugged into this one. I, I was talking with Tyler earlier. We were chatting back and forth and I watched Mac Jones play today and I thought he looked good. A couple of those interceptions weren't on him. They were, they were typical balls. No, the one that Tredavious white got, like if the receiver sticks his hands out, like could have been a, more of a 50, 50 ball. I liked what I saw out of Mac these last few weeks. So I think they're, they're locked into Mac. I don't think they're going to make any changes at the quarterback position, but what they need to do is, 
is get Matt Patricia off. Get the defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, st- stop calling the offensive plays because it was boring. It was not innovative. It was throw outs to the sticks and dump offs. Like that was half their offense this, it, for this season. And it was really annoying to watch. I think, you know, it hurt Mac Jones's confidence. So for me, get rid of Patricia, move him somewhere else, and then get a real offensive coordinator into this team and help Mac. Now, I know that the players around Mac, there's going to be a lot of changes. Aguilar, who's nothing, is a free agent. Kendrick Bourne could get released. Tyquan Thornton looked good in flashes. Devontae Parker, I believe, is a free agent. Like, the two tight ends are still there. (laughs) Um, Ramondre Ramondre is the best offensive player they have. Like, he's awesome. Um, Their offensive line is a bit of shambles. Like, here's a question for you, because I was thinking about this earlier, Tyler. Would you trade straight up Jimmy Garoppolo for Mac Jones? I you think don't that's think what I you... would. I okay. don't think I would. Do you think that that someone would bite on that though? It, you'd have to wait for Jimmy G to land somewhere like Indy, yeah. Indy or right. someplace. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, okay. yeah, I think it it wants because everybody wants the unknown. It, nobody <laughs> wants what's known. Like, oh, yeah. Mac Jones is a quarterback too. Oh, I don't want that known. Did... But nobody knows the actual upside of Mac Jones. Mac Jones still is young enough to where he has upside if he gets weapons. The thing is with Jimmy G, we know what he is. He's older, but if you he goes into a new spot, they're going to start thinking, ooh. The Jets, like maybe? Michael, Michael, <laughs> Pitt, Michael Pittman with Jimmy G. Ooh, look at all these weapons. Like Then all of a sudden that they start fantasizing about what it could be instead of knowing what they got with Mac Jones, where, yeah, he's going to have some ups and downs, uh, but it's an offense coordinator issue, I think. Here's a stat for you. There's only two quarterbacks in their first two seasons that have completed, I think it's over 65 or 66% of their passes. Only two in history. One of them is Joe Burrow. The second one is Mac Jones. He's not that bad. I don't think he's that bad. It's so. The offensive line will get better. Like that that's, <laughs> I that goes so. without say. Like their their first round pick, everybody was like, oh, what is this? He started playing better, you know, as the season went on. It was a he's, very strange pick. Yes, it was a very, very strange pick. Uh, I could see them dipping their toes into the offensive line. Yeah, they're mid, gonna pick 14 mid first. Yeah, that's a perfect spot for a tackle. Like that, mm-hmm. this isn't a great tackle class. I could see them going tackle, but yeah, not, they. Or I they could have see them going things. Jordan Addison from USC. Let's go. I mean, they they he's a perfect. Jacoby fit. Myers is a free agent, so Ooh. like Ridley Ridley was a perfect fit for them, but they missed out on that trade. But yeah, they're 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 gonna make a move at receiver. Hopefully, it's not a draft pick and early one at least. And uh, yeah, they'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, what do you guys think for the Pats? Anything different? Or I mean, it's I I mean I I looked it up. Devontae Parker still has one year left on his contract, so I don't think okay. he's going anywhere. They do need to re-sign Jacoby Myers to that offense. He only played 13 games this season. Definitely had the best catches. season. Yeah, let best season in in his career. As far as touchdowns go and receptions, I think he is a a cog in that offense, and they need to keep him to keep Mac Jones comfortable uh, along with with the rest of the team. You can get you can get rid of Janu. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, his, I mean, his and number Harris, for next Damian year Harris is seventeen is million dollars next year for Janu Smith. Oh, they need Thanks. something. Go yeah. buy Pierre Strong. Yeah. Go get an yeah. offensive coordinator first. Like let's yes, just yes, please let's just say that. All right, let's move on to no the Andre. Let's move on to the lovely AFC South. 
where we've got a new division winner, boys. They went from worst to first in yeah, their division. That, that was a great game. The Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, who had the 101 the last couple of years, make the playoffs. They beat the Titans in the final week of the year to make the playoffs. So they're going to be hosting a playoff game against the Chargers next week, which would be Good a lot of them. fun. Good for them. The Jags, I mean, here's the thing. I think we all see huge potential because what have I said on this podcast since like the middle of the season last year? Remember Peyton Manning's rookie year and remember Peyton Manning in year two. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, hello. He had a terrible rookie year and now we are. he finishes a QB one on the season. I think he finished at QB eight or nine. Obviously a lot of momentum at the end of the season. That's all I'm going to say. I'll let you guys talk about the Jags from here. Tyler, hit me. Um, for me, oh man, uh, you can go so many directions here, but for me, it's get somebody to pair with Travis Etienne. I'll say, because as much as you guys like Travis Etienne, I think he is more like a Tony Pollard S type runner. I would probably compare him to that because he needs 15, 15 touches in a game. That's where you should cap him at because I don't think he's a guy that's going to hold hold up with 20 carries or so every single game. Get like Snoop Connor, that style of runner. Like, what about I know unless he people, puts on some weight, people who are in touch. Well, he did, but people are, who are kind of in touch with the draft right now. There's a guy named Tank Bigsby. Bigsby. He's a running back that is 208 pounds, but runs like a shit. Like shit is on fire. Like that dude smashes people in the face. That is a perfect combination for Etienne. Like or a Zach Charbonnet. Yes, that's another perfect fit. Like you throw somebody like that in, where it's like boom, boom. Then Travis Etienne comes in with that speed and acceleration, and it's a difference. That's what they need. They need somebody with a different type of playing style at running back to match up with Travis Etienne. Because I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm still on the fence with him as a running back. So that's why I, I think he's his ceiling is Aaron Jones. Yeah, but he needs more pass catching opportunities. True. And I think they'll come. I think they'll get yeah. there. James, what do you think about the Jets? I, you, I know what you should say. I just don't know if you're going to. Oh, say I'm going to say it. I mean, it's the easiest thing to say about the Jags. They just need to re-sign the top five tight end. That was the, that was the most obnoxious hot take Ingram. I've ever Let's heard. Go. And it came go. true. It worked. Let's it go. came true. Like, Let's we, go. We all can't give James enough credit about this, but holy crap. Like we laughed hysterically at you. Like if you were, oh, man, rewind, I took so much shit. We for that, were bashing you like this guy. He's going to drop more passes than he catches. They were sending we me my resignation from the pod. That's how I've bad got. I've got like five plates of crow. I've got to eat. It is. It is bad. Yeah, yeah, I was happy to get that one off. Um, that will never, you know, how I beat things to death. That will, yeah, that'll be outside every day, like with a broom, just beating. Yeah, the crap resigning Evan Ingram, I think, is a priority. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I, I, it opened up the offense, and mm-hmm. like we, like I said in the offseason, Doug Peterson does run things through the tight end, and we've seen it before in a system, and a system works. Uh, Christian Kirk took a big step towards the end of the season. Thank God. I was a little nervous about him, but the ultimate thing is like, just keep adding things to Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence finally shined this year. I am looking to get him in any kind of deal for dynasty. If I can, which I probably won't be able to I have to sell my soul. Dalvin cook and a first, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, 
maybe. So Kelvin Ridley Two coming percent. in too. Woo. Like this. Yeah. This, uh, this team is going to be great for a yeah, while. This team is going to be nuts. And they, they can take their first round pick that will be in the twenties and just go defense or, or offensive line. They can yeah. just, they don't have many needs really, which is nice. And I think the, they're sitting in a pretty nice cap situation too. So yeah. they should be able to make some moves, which, you know, Jacksonville, they're going to be like, Oh, I'll go to this team that just made the playoffs with a young quarterback and some cool pieces. Like for sure. Like it's going to be an attractive, yeah. attractive Peterson. team to go to. People yeah, love I him. I want to so. get a, a Jags Evan Ingram jersey and just you know, <laughs> hang it up. It right All right, up. let's let's keep it moving. Let's get to the Tennessee Titans. This is a team that I think is in a a little bit of a transition period. Ryan Tannehill could get whacked in the offseason. so they might be a team that's looking for a quarterback. They've got some young, exciting pieces. Um, Tyler, what's on your New Year's resolution for the Tennessee Titans? I was actually thinking about this early today, and it's. Start finding a quarterback because it was at, like Dobbs is a he's a good backup. Like you think about it, he's probably top 10 backups right now in the NFL at the way he played. So for me, you're in a perfect spot at backup. Malik Willis didn't look like he was it that that he's, he's either going to take a little more time. But by the time that happens, he's going to be 25 years old before he's ready because he's an older rookie. He's 23 coming in. Look at quarterback. Now, if you want to go into the same position, like for me, they're going to be drafting, what, 15, 16? No, they they didn't make the playoffs, so they'll be drafting, I think, 12 or 13. Okay, so you have a shot at, like, say, if a Will Levis drops, that could be an opportunity. Ooh, Jake uh, Walker again. You could have a guy like Anthony Richardson. Titans are at 11, I believe. Okay, yeah. Anthony Richardson, which is a massive Ooh, Vince Justin Young Fields. again. Justin Fields slash Malik Willis. Like he is very raw, but he has ultra talent. Like he is not Malik Willis. He is ultra talented. He is a Justin Fields type player. 6'4, 230. Big, big, big dude, big arm. Like he'd be a good fit with uh because I do think they got a good player in Traylon Burks, despite all the reports. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's figure out that quarterback spot because Tannehill, he's aging, he's falling apart. You need to figure that out. Because Derrick Henry is not going to last long with all the hits he takes. And I'll I'll add to what you said about adding to the quarterback. I don't think they do, actually. I think they're going to ride with either Josh Dobbs and Malik Willis next year. Um, maybe bring in a veteran. And I, I what I really think they should do is improve that offensive line. Taylor Luan, every time he every year, it seems like he is hurt every season. Got no knee left. Yeah, Either exactly. <laughs> the main reason why they need to start investing in the offensive line and the future. And Derrick Henry, as you just said, isn't going to last forever, who is still a dynasty buy, in my opinion. We're going to keep uh, saying this three years from now. Like, yeah, Derrick Henry, he, he's, he's, he's 38 years old. He's 47. He's, he's the Terminator. He can't be stopped. Just, just give him a first form. Someone will take it. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they need to re they need to do something with that offensive line before the walls really start crumbling down on them. Yeah, and I've said it before. I, I like a lot of the young Titans offensive players. We we got Burks. I like Kyle Phillips Chig. a lot in the slot. Chiggs, my guy, scored again today. He's great. So I think, you know, with a quarterback, they could have a they could have a young, exciting offense. Maybe they spend, you know, a, a day two draft capital on a wide receiver or two in this draft. Um, so I see potential there, but they, again, it's one of these teams that really has to figure out what they're doing 
at quarterback. All right, AFC South. Let's go to the Colts. Another team with quarterback it's problems. It's easy. Quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. Quarterback. Yeah. What do we and think? Of... I think they have enough. I think they have together. enough tight ends there. But like yeah. Alec Pierce showed some flashes. I think Pittman is an alpha. I know that they didn't use him the way that they should have just because of the quarterbacks. But if they get like a, a quarterback with any kind of arm, like Pittman is a great deep threat. And he just didn't, his average yards per target were terrible this year. They pick fourth, right? Fifth. They've picked, they pick fifth. So they're going to be in the Will Levis. Yeah. That's know, what I was thinking. Like, and, and do you know, I don't know much about it yet. Like my, my, my rookie fever starts next week after the the championship that's how i usually do it and it's it's a good process yeah. i don't like the games to like really manipulate me too much into when i start watching film so tell me about will levis is is will levis i worth like him. the squeeze he's, he's got a cannon so he's got a massive arm massive okay. massive arm like he he can throw off platform 60 second yards. quarterback in the class behind bryce young i would say that's still stroud for me like the, okay. Levis and Stroud are neck and neck. Anthony Richardson's a lot closer to Levis than I probably. Uh, I'm probably closer than others because Anthony Richardson is raw, but I think Richardson has the best overall ability at all Especially these guys. Especially in fantasy. Yeah, fantasies, he could be just a dominating stud like Justin Fields mm-hmm. with the running. But Will Levis is, I mean, he could be Drew Locke or he could be Josh Allen. Like those are the ranges. So, yeah. It all depends on coaching. If he lands with a good coach, a good offensive system that can get his more accuracy together, I, well, I, I love it. Colts. <laughs> but for me, for me, his completion percentage was low. But like a, he didn't have many weapons in Kentucky. But he's got a cannon of an arm. And you know, last year he showed outstanding, you know, outstanding accuracy. This year he struggled with it a little bit. But that for me, it's all about coaching with him. But he has major upside yeah i you know i think it's funny the afc south the only team with the rock solid quarterback option is the jags because we go to houston and oh here's another team that could use a quarterback uh you know damian pierce on the shelf with ir for the season but he showed flashes of being a really good running back in the league they have nico collins who we we all like brandon cooks is still there you know i'm not going to say they're a quarterback away their defense played well this year kept them in games but, um, you know, I think with the number two pick, they got to take a quarterback. Davis Mills is the answer. Yep. So David, Davis Mills isn't the answer. So maybe they take a quarterback at two and then best player available or to fill a need at 12. Um, they've got options. So it'll be interesting. I could see like them going with a guy like Stroud there. Um, seems like it would be a pretty, pretty good fit for them. Um, just because they need that. They need something. I mean, obviously you know, trading Deshaun Watson away, trying to transition, seeing if Davis Mills was the guy. He's not, unfortunately. We thought, you know, he had a better rookie year than he did in year two, um, like Mac Jones. So, yeah, for the Texans, it's going to be like restock everything. But I, mean, I think we can all agree on this one. It's quarterback. Yeah. And, the yeah. only thing is, is if Levy, Levy's in there still, I could see them going a Will Anderson. Like, say, Chicago trades out and the first overall picks a quarterback. Lovey being a defensive guy, he could go Will Anderson, just build that powerhouse defense. And then at 12, pick the best quarterback available, like Anthony Richardson, and then kind of build off that. I yeah. can see them doing that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm all for for them keeping Lovey Smith. I think the culture there is where it finally needs to be after the Deshaun Watson thing. 
So that's my that's my real main thing. Keep Lovey Smith there. He's got the wheels turning there. It's only a matter of time before they, he flips the franchise around. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, you know, I wouldn't. I'd be just as surprised if he gets fired than he is if he stays there because yeah, it's just the way the NFL is. You know. Yep. Um, I thought Cully did a pretty good job coaching that team last year, and he got let go. Um, I didn't think he was terrible at all. So let's move to the North, the AFC North. We have the champs, the Cincinnati Bengals. Tyler, what do the Bengals need to do for their New Year's resolution? I mean, get a tight end. That'll be my. What, you don't like, like Hayden Hurst? Hey, my my brother, my redheaded brother, he's <laughs> fine. But if they had an elite tight end, like somebody, like if they had Mike Gesicki, like we talked about, who has more of a pass catching, you know, prowess, uh, that would be a good option. That'd be a great option for Joe Burrow or a Michael Mayer. Uh, go that route from Notre Dame, the best tight end in the class. That would be an amazing option. Like him with that offense would be nuts. The offensive line seemed to figure it out later on. Later on, yeah, they've gelled pretty well. And so yeah, like Joe Mixon is fine. I would say get a, another running back, but Samaje Piran looked very good in in since. So I don't think they need a backup running back. I think they're good. That defense is starting to to pan out. The younger players are starting to play better. So this team is complete. They can just kind of build on that one empty space that I think is the tight end where if they could upgrade a little bit there. So someone, someone asked Joe Burrow after the game today, like if they're, you know, making the playoffs and winning the division is like, Oh, like your windows open. And he's like, as long as I'm playing our windows open, which was another 18 awesome. years or so, <laughs> which was awesome. Cause he's like, yeah, as long as like I'm playing like our windows open, we're going to win, which was like the perfect response to that question to yeah. that smart ass reporter. James, what do the Bengals got to do? Keep improving on the offensive line. Uh, I think they can do some work protecting the edge. Joe Burrow, sixth in the league this year through week 17 on sacks with 41. That needs to stop. We already saw him lose half a season before due to injury, and he did not stop getting hit this year. And I don't think it does stop until they, they do some work on the offensive line, and that will continue to make them the complete team that they are. Yep. And uh, next team in the AFC North, rather, is the Baltimore Ravens. They made the playoffs, even though they started their third string quarterback. This The, the game didn't mean anything. They sat Mark Andrews. They sat J.K. Dobbins. Um, the Ravens win ugly. They've been winning ugly with no Lamar. The defense has been playing really, really well. I mean, I think we all know that the biggest question in the offseason is what happens with Lamar. Do they franchise him? Do they extend him? Like, Please don't franchise him. Please don't. Kirk they're going to. Him. They're going to. like they need to that and that's my resolution real fast it's it's resign lamar jackson the franchise depends on that mvp get, get yeah. some receivers for for me it's keep rashad bateman get him healthy i should say and keep him healthy for a full season because if he is he is going to be a very good receiver in the nfl and if not if you already haven't go try to buy a low on rashad bateman because he is a very good receiver in the nfl I agree with that. And for me, it's, it's add, um, I, they don't need, likely. they don't need tight end help. They got Andrews and likely went over a hundred today. Josh Oliver. He's yeah, the tight ends. They don't need help there. And they all have a uh, Kohler too, or a lot of people like it, it's all about improving the wide receiver position, whether it's through the draft or if it's in free agency, um, it's glaring need when your number one is like Demarcus Robinson and you have James Prochet, you're running out there and the, the corpse of Sammy Watkins is back. And like, <laughs> Is it's it's the worst wide receiver room in the league. Yeah, let's put it that way. 
All right, let's move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who uh, won. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season now, so congrats. Love they it. Make the playoffs, though. Um, but for me, the Steelers, you know, they have pieces. We all know that. A lot of people love the dynasty pieces that are in Pittsburgh. We love what we saw at Najee at the end of the season. He finished really, really strong as he that, he got past that Liz Frank foot injury. To me, it's like you got to you got to pour draft capital. The defense is good. It's manageable. You have to pour draft capital and free agency money into this offensive line to protect your young quarterback, Kenny Pickett, and to help Najee Harris, who I think is one of the better running backs in the league, succeed and get back to playing Pittsburgh Steelers football. And that's running the football with one guy because that's what they do. Although Jalen Warren has looked very good. Um, you know, Najee can handle 20 touches a game. He's one of the small handful of running backs that can handle those kind of touches. Help him, help pick it out, get them time, and this this offense will be more successful because they were disappointing. Deontay Johnson, 141 targets, zero touchdowns. Wow. So, so for me, it's the same thing. I think Kenny Pickett is a guy, and he's for me, he's a poor man's Joe Burrow. He's got that kind of moxie to him. You know, the players surround them, and they, you know, they will run through a brick wall for him. But for me, it's if he had an offensive line, I think with the more with a little more time, he's going to make better plays. And I think he will grow as a quarterback. So for me, it's offensive line and just keep running with Kenny and keep building that chemistry because I do think they found they found their quarterback. Yeah. James, the, any thoughts on the Steelers? Agreed with the offensive line and protecting Pickett. I, I think he's just going to grow in his second year. Uh, I think Pickens is going to blossom into something even Ooh, more than what we so saw good. this year. Um, and we see Deontay Johnson kind of take that backseat journeyman kind of role, um, even though he's only, what, like 25? And he, just got, <laughs> he And he just got paid. So. <laughs> exactly. So he's the journeyman on the team. He kind of swallowed his pride this season. And with the no touchdown thing, he really doesn't have much to talk about. He got close um, on a handful that got like either called back or play reverse. But like, yeah, I a lot of bad luck. I think Kenny Pickett works well at when he's pushed out of the pocket. That is one of his strengths. But I would like to see the offensive line get revigorated and for him to become more of a pocket passer because he has that arm strength. And then with the, the option of slipping out of the pocket to make the plays uh, longer and go down the field. Yeah, it's Tunsil to Pittsburgh. Oh, there you go. Easy. And uh, get Calvin Austin the third thrown into trades in the offseason. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good player to go yeah. look at. Uh huh. All right, let's move to the bottom of the division, and that is the Cleveland Browns. Um, Tyler, I'm going to let you take this one. What What do the Browns need to do? The resolution for the Browns to not be poopy. Um, for me, it would be get another big play receiver for Deshaun Watson. Like He's I got two. DPJ is fine, but I think he's in the Gabe Davis conversation. The guy who kind of is is more of a big play guy. Like that's okay. how I I could see that they're gonna roll with Cooper. Get another player like a Jordan Addison would be perfect there. A guy from USC. We've talked about him. Uh, a good route runner, Kelvin Ridley s type player. 
uh, go out and get him. He'd be a good fit. Somebody who just gets open because Deshaun this year, he seemed like he was waiting for players to get open, then throw because he's still kind of. Yeah, he wasn't throwing anybody open. <laughs> no, he's kind of integrating with offense, trying to get used to it. And yeah, he will get better as time goes. But yeah, he was waiting for players to get open and it was noticeable. He was taking too much time in the pocket. And uh, yeah, I think that will change with time. But for me, they need another player that can get open quickly. And that is my resolution for them. James, what do you got for the Browns? For the Browns, trade Kareem Hunt. Very simple. Just get rid of him. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. agent, Do not resign. (laughs) Do not resign him. You have Jerome Ford there sitting in the wings. Uh, I like him. Who's the other guy that we didn't see? Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson. We didn't see uh, any of him this year. Felton. Yep. Um, I I think this this offense it it lacked uh, unity. Uh, for the simple fact of Deshaun Watson coming in so late in the season, uh, I think they're going to continue and probably surprise a couple people next year. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones really takes a step forward. Um, he was my, one of my guys in the offseason. I said he was his value was going to start to rise. We've seen the reason why. Uh, even with Jacoby Brissett, he was doing his thing and really shining. And and Cooper wasn't really affected by it. His, his numbers were nice, over 1,000 yards. Over nine touchdowns on the season, fantasy season anyway. Best um, trade in, by an NFL team. Uh, oh, I, I think it was wonderful. <laughs> so I'm my my two things. One, goodbye, Kareem Hunt. I hope he can go somewhere that uh, you're actually used. And two, I am buying Deshaun Watson because right now his his values like just lingering there. Like yeah, they're not treating him. him. They're not treating him as a top twelve quarterback for fantasy and. When that happens, and you know the capabilities that he has, I'm I'm starting my buying st- buying stint right now. Yeah, he's shown some improvement over the last few weeks. Kind of you know knocking that rust off for not playing yeah. in almost like what two years. And you won't so. be able to get to see him again until next year. So that's what he ended on, and I think it just keeps it keeps growing. But people are going to remember the bad more than the good. So yeah, as they always do. All right, so. yeah. For the for the Browns, I agree with you guys on that one. For me, get David Bell more involved in the slot. I like David Bell a lot. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, they had him. Yeah. I've been a David <laughs> Bell guy. But, you know, it's nice to see Njoku do things. That's always been yeah. forever chief Njoku all day. So it, he scored a touchdown again today. So that's beautiful to see. Uh, let's move to the AFC West. Let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Maybe the surprise player of the fantasy season resides on the Chiefs and is Jarek McKinnon. Um, just to... Jarek McKinnon won people leagues, which is crazy. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Peace out, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh, Pacheco's looked good. I, I I don't think I'm going to invest much into this Chiefs backfield because it's just shown to be a fool's errand when you do. Because they you you invest the 101, some people, for Hilaire, and then they use everyone else, and Hilaire gets hurt, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but how about Patrick Mahomes, guys? 101 and Superflex, for sure. He did it without Tyreek Hill, who everyone was worried about. Like, oh, well, he's not going to have Tyreek anymore. <laughs> Patrick Wells is going to fall off the cliff. Uh, yeah, he almost set the single-season passing record for yards this year, guys. Like, Mahomes probably going to be the league MVP, I think. Um, James, what do you think about the Chiefs? What's their resolution for 2023? Um, Their resolution? I don't know if it's if it's anything that – like, they always do something. They always find something somewhere. Jarek McKinnon. Kadarius uh, Tony. <laughs> Kadarius Tony. They'll definitely be on the team. Resigned Juju Smith Schuster. I think he earned it. 
Uh, I think he is the number one wide receiver in that offense. Um, and I'm buying Travis Kelsey. Later in his career, okay, yeah, I get the age cliff worry worrisomeness, but the guy has like four more years on his contract, and yet again, the number one tight end in the league for fantasy. So I'm, sure. I'm doing it. If I'm competing, I'm going out there and I'm, get, I'm getting Travis Kelsey this season. Right, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, keep the running back the way it is. Roll with McKinnon mm-hmm. and Pacheco because you've yeah. got yeah. something in Pacheco late and just roll with McKinnon. Resign him to one or two more two-year deal. Yeah. He works perfect. And uh, Clyde Edwards-Solaire, you could probably trade him in the draft for like a fourth-round pick, fourth-round or fifth-round pick, and uh, kind of say, whoops, our bad. Like he could have had any, you could add any other running. Should have drafted Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift, one of those guys. DeAndre Swift, oh, hey, Swift souped up Jarek McKinnon. You could have had <laughs> like, Swift would have been amazing. Oh my god! So mm. for me, that is where I'm at. Just keep the running backs the way they are. Pacheco is perfect as the grinder, and then McKinnon as the best catcher. Yeah, I, I'm gonna Travis Kelsey. I own him in a dynasty league, and I this last five weeks have been. Cheeks. He had some. He had some fumbles, some drops. Yeah, he, he, had, he hadn't finished above like tight end. I think in the last six weeks, he's like tight end ten. Andrews Ooh, or like... Kelsey? Kelsey. If somebody came up to you and offered you pitch straight up for Kelsey, with the way this season went, would you do it? Because Pitts was clear dynasty tight end one coming in. I'd probably take Pitts. I don't think Kelsey's going to fall off a map, but I did not like what I saw at the end of the season. You're ganging almost 12 years, I think. <laughs> so that is a massive difference. Yeah. And you're also taking risk. I mean, you know what you're getting out of Kelsey. And Kelsey was still, from weeks 10 to week 17, he was still overall the tight end one. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I would, gap. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. But like, he's still so good, and he still does what he needs to do. He is always looked for by Patrick Mahomes, and it's going to continue. Uh, we saw the way he spread the ball around, but still Travis Kelsey got his targets, got his receptions, got into the end zone. Uh, he is a player that in, in a position in fantasy that is so scarce that you can depend on Mark um, – sorry, Mark Andrews. Now you got me thinking about Mark Andrews. That you can co- – rely on Travis Kelsey. I don't know if I'm going to rely on Kyle Pitts that much. So if someone turned around and said, okay, I'll give you Travis Kelsey for Kyle Pitts. I would actually, con- I would consider it consider where the franchise is going with Atlanta. Consider that they, we consider don't know what your roster looks like too. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm competing and I have tra- uh, Kyle Pitts there and I just lost my championship because Kyle Pitts got is on IR, you know, like I'm thinking about that I, in my head. Like, yeah, yeah give me I Travis won. Kelsey. I'm going to win the next two years and I'll figure it out later. I won. I won the listener league by trading Kyle Pitts to get George Kittle and, you know, Austin Eckler and other players. But I had to trade you know, players from my favorite team. I traded Drake London and Kyle Pitts in a big trade in the listener league to get like Eckler, George Kittle and Chris Godwin, like players like that. And it, and it helped me win the championship. And I think next year I have a chance of repeating, but yeah, like, Kittle, the, f- the future might not be quite as bright, right? The, the, yeah. the future isn't quite as bright, but I did yeah. win a title. And so that's what you got to right. kind of take the risk. Let's move on to the Chargers. Go Chargers, go. Who are for some reason playing starters in a meaningless game and getting them hurt. That's cool. Um, yeah. Mike Williams' Staley. back injury is Boy, Herbert never... got lit up. Like, come on now. Uh, my, my resolution for this team is easy. Stay healthy. 
Like Keenan Allen, he's getting older. We saw what happened when he was back in the offense. They started to click, and they luckily made the playoffs. Mike Williams, always hurt. And then, you know, you have Josh Palmer, who's who's great, but he was also dinged up. I, I think they need to do something about the health of their players, maybe re reevaluate what they're doing in practice. They got the, the Chargers they got the same year. doctor that punctured Tyrod Taylor's exactly. lung. Exactly. Like, yeah, oh, he's up your medical staff. That's the new resolution. <laughs> he's fine. It's Every year, this up. is the Chargers. Every year, they miss Derwin James misses time. Like, Joey Bosa <laughs> yeah. was out this year. There's always the Chargers are like just a snake bitten franchise who will probably lose to the Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, can I can I go with my resolution because it's been a big mm. one for me and I think you guys all know what it is. Speed. Get speed on the outside. Get speed. Like I like I said, Jameson Williams would have been a perfect fit for this team. Now I I would have loved him, seeing him there. What about a Jalen Hyatt? Jalen Hyatt would be a to good the Chargers. Player. He apparently it sounds like is going to be like a second rounder in the NFL draft, despite him winning the Blitnikoff. Uh, you know he's got some things to work out, but he was just a deep threat, a guy that's going to run four three. That that's a good. That's a good choice. But, you know, if you want to go in the first round, um, I'm not like Quentin Johnson is a big guy with speed. TC very raw. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, stay away from Jackson Smith and the Jigba because he's more of a juju style player. But yeah. yeah, for me, get speed, get a speed player on the outside. Like like Will Fuller in his prime would have been perfect. <laughs> I mean, Herbert's got the huge arm, and like they don't have speed downfield. Palmer's not a speed guy. Williams is a 50-50 contested catch guy. You know, uh, what's his, when what's-his-face got hurt, Guyton, he was like their speed guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he'd and always he, have a he, couple big and plays. And he's not like a huge burner, but like he was he was the guy that would stretch that field, and, you know, Herbert would throw it 50 yards downfield. They didn't have that after he got hurt, so I, I yeah, agree I with that. Yeah, I could see that, like you said, Hyatt was a perfect match. That, like that, To me, that's perfect. Somebody who's like in the Chris Olave mold, that probably isn't as talented as Olave route running aspect, but guy that can mm. get on the field very quickly, and he could end up being their late first round pick if they make it far in the playoffs. Yep. All right, let's move on to the Las Vegas Raiders, another team where QB is kind of up in the air. We know they have weapons with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Jacobs is a free agent, so that's a huge question mark as to what they do there. Obviously, I think he ended up leading the league in rushing yards this year. Yes, he did. Um, when it was all He's said and king. done. And Hunter Renfro had a disappointing season with some uh, some injuries, but he had a hundred catch year just you know just a year ago. So we know that he's a reliable weapon as well. Um, so for me, it's like figure out quarterback because it ain't going to be Derek Carr. They pretty much sent him home for the last two weeks. He's done. Jarrett Stidham, he's looked not bad. So I don't think they go with him as the future, but he's a McDaniel's guy. The Patriots drafted him. He's worked with McDaniel's in his career. Who knows? I, the Raiders. There's are, two quarterbacks. It's Jimmy G or it's Tom Brady. That, in my opinion, those Brady and Vegas, I could see it. Those are the two quarterbacks I think are almost a lock for me to play with them. McDaniel's knows the two quarterbacks. Yeah. That that's who he's going to go with. Like it's going to be, hey, can I get Jimmy G? No. Okay, let's see if we can get Tom Brady to come here. The Brady to Vegas would be such the with Devonte like, Adams, like yeah. Elvis at the end of his career. <laughs> and then a my resolution is to yeah. get. To re-sign Josh Jacobs because he was amazing and I think it continues. Yeah. And, and just imagine Brady it. with Renfro. Like, yeah. Holy I crap. I mean, I Red wanted Earth. the Pats to friggin' draft Renfro. Holy Julie Edelman. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Oh my God. Like, I, I'm thinking about this more. That's almost a slam dunk quarterback for them. Like, I was salty not... when the Pats did not draft Hunter Renfro 
that year. So that would be, I like that. That's probably, that's probably the resolution. So it'll be interesting to see how that one shakes out. And they need, they need to do some stuff on their offensive line too, because their offensive line is better than we probably thought it was going to be, but still yeah. not great. So uh, let's wrap up with the Denver Broncos. I, you know, after seeing Russ play these last couple of weeks, I think I might be trying to buy low on the Broncos. Is that crazy? Am I crazy? No, no I am buying Russell Wilson right Are now. Are you buying Judy? <laughs> no. No. Buy I, Tim Patrick. I'd be selling Javante Williams if I could. I would not really? be selling Javante. No. At all. Not, okay. not at all. Look what Latavius Murray's done in that offense. Javante's got three times the juice that old after man balls Latavius does. After seeing what Dobbins did after his serious knee injury and how explosive he still looks, I'm not scared. And like this first year is going to be a little up and down. But after that, like a little while to get going. Like, like right now, I still don't think you're getting like if you're trading away Javante, you're not getting equal value, which you should get. Because this running I mean, back, you class got is him what good. in the late first round, early, but, yeah, late first but the round. The thing is, like, Javante. this running back class is good. People are going to want these running backs, these healthy running backs. So if you're like, hey, I'll give you Javante for 105, you're not getting that because they're going to go for these running backs. So wait, like Javante right now is a buy. He is a smash buy because okay. he's right. he's so cheap. If I'm, he's si forgotten. if I'm sitting at like the 108, and like there's players that I'm. And someone comes to me and says, I'll give you Javante for the 108. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Javante. Like, it could happen, though. I mean, people were like, oh, he was hurt. Like, people get so disenfranchised with players Especially because they get the, hurt. The Broncos. People saw the Broncos and they're like, oh, well, this ain't working. What if Sean Payton does come in? Because the Broncos, uh, from reports we heard, the. They're going to bring know, in a big name. For the sure. Saints, the Saints had to have agreed to let him talk to them. Mm hmm. And they, they wouldn't have done it if they didn't have a deal worked out. Like, mm -hmm. So there's there's rumors that the Broncos and Saints already have a deal worked out. Peyton just has to kind of agree to go there. So yeah. if that's like a 25 first, because I don't know if they have a 24. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I think they have a 24. So it would, ha it would probably be like the 24 first. Which, if that's you're the Broncos, stupid. you're kind of like... We're all in with Russ. We need somebody who can. They have to be all in with Russ. They don't have a choice. <laughs> they do not have. They do not have a twenty-three first. So I was also right, thinking so they about this. They Another. We talked about Tua being a cop with Drew Brees when Russ came in. What were we talking about? Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. He's yeah. a five-eleven quarterback that is very good, accurate. Who's very good with offensive line. We were hoping Russ was going to become Drew Brees. What, Sean I Payton, I think, is a perfect guy. I also think with. Sean Payton coming into there knocks Russ down a peg and like yes. puts his ego in check. Be like, your office, that is closed. You don't have a private office in our yeah. thing. Get out of here with that. Like, you have a locker with the rest of the teammates. Like, knock it off. Like, that's, I think, and I think Russ needs that because his head got way too, way big. too big. His his attitude got way too spicy, if you know what oh, I'm saying. God. So cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Russ needs to be knocked down that. a few hundred pegs. Like, and, and Peyton is the guy to come in there and be like, "Whap, knock it off." And there's a couple times this this in season, I thought about sending like two seconds in a super flex for Russ, even a late first for Russ, and I didn't because I was kind of skeptical that they're going to keep Hackett. I wish I would have because seeing Russ play lately, I I saw old better. Russ. Like his deep ball today was much better, so good in is accurate, and he was on the move. He threw a, you know, Judy had a massive game. I can't and wait for Tim Patrick to come back. 
Tim Patrick, like that, that's gonna like we we're all laughing. KJ that Hamler, that like, could be a thing. They got that could be like a Tyler Lockett type. Tim Patrick, play. It, it, but the thing is, Tim Patrick also you know had an ACL. He's gonna have to recover. And we saw Sutton kind of fall off after his yeah. ACL. Like, I think the pieces. I think the thing. pieces are there, and I think that you know they had obviously some bad luck this season with everything that went on. And I think that the Broncos could be one of the biggest bounce back teams next Dolchich year coming back for fantasy. Yeah. I mean, Dolchich coming back. I mean, who knows what they do with Albert Okawebunam. Um, they could yeah. get as a piece because their receiving depth. They, I think they realized their receiving depth wasn't there. So they could probably dip in there. Yeah. Once they so, lost Patrick and Hamler, I mean, yeah, he didn't have much. I mean, Kendall Hinton was getting a lot of snaps like Judy being the one he showed promise. So there's promise there, but I will admit, I'll throw my white flag up. I don't think Judy is an elite one. He is. I agree with that. He's, he's a very Amari, good two. He's an Amari Cooper S type player. Like how Cooper kind of is like, he's got massive games and then falls off a couple games. That's, that's my cop is like a poor man's Amari Cooper. That's fair. I don't, I don't mind that at all. All right. So that is going to wrap up the American football conference. So thank you for joining us again. We've covered the whole NFL with resolutions. Ooh. I'm excited to get into this next leg of the dynasty season where we start to talk some rookies. We start to talk some playoff performances. Who's this year's Gabe Davis? I don't know, but I'm not buying them. That's all I'm saying. Did there's going to be a senior bowl this year. Yes. There's gonna, yes. Yeah. There's going to be someone that comes out of nowhere in the playoffs that everyone's going to be salivating over for whatever reason. Love to see that. Um, Rock Purdy. That's my call. Yeah, it could be. He looked good again today. So it could happen. Could happen for sure. That's Glad we got him. Cheap Lots of storylines. Lots of storylines that are going to happen. Yep. Uh, you know, the, we'll see some coaches get let go on Monday. And then, you know, that rumor mill is going to start. So it's just an exciting time to be alive in the dynasty space because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is the funnest part of playing dynasty as your your own GM on all your teams. You know, I know one thing that I love is cleaning up my rosters. I have contract year leagues. Um, so getting dumping some players, extending players in leagues that can do that. Um, which is one of my favorite things in building that dynasty. You know, it's, it's, it's always the funnest part of it, whether you're, you're blowing it up and you're rebuilding and you're getting picks or you're going to go all in and try to win again in 2023. It's up for you to decide what's going on. I've got teams that are all over the place. Some that win, some that need some help. And, you know, I like to diversify Wu-Tang financial. That's all I'm saying. All right. So for Tyler, for James, I have been your host, Doug Eddie. We will be back next week. On the Dynasty Happy Hour, make sure you go into iTunes, drop a like, watch YouTube, and please subscribe to the channel. And shout out to Trophy Smack as well as Manscapes. And while you're at it, check out the Nerd Herd. It is rookie season. DynastyNerds.com. Use code DHH for a little discount over there as well. We'll see you next week.